Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. Today's episode is not going to be so long, but I must, must, must talk about a certain topic that's been on my mind. The topic for today is going to be unforeseeable greatness. What that means is as follows. A lot of people in today's generation got to a point on their spiritual level where they're spiritually desensitized. Last night, I went to a wedding... I'm not going to say what type of wedding, where was the wedding, or anything of that nature. Um, Those who saw me know I was at this wedding, but I must speak about something. The wedding was mixed. I missed the chuppah, and I came in, and there was a bunch of mixed dancing. Was I standing there? Yes. Should I have left? Absolutely. Um, There's going to be a moment where you're going to have a decision to make. Is it disrespectful to leave? Is it not disrespectful? Whatever the point may be, the idea is that on a, on, a, on a person's wedding night, which is the stamp, this is the beginning of my new life, the, the most important night of their life, and they make it mix like a club. Is it technically not allowed anymore for the, for the husband and wife to touch? No, they can touch, but like to dance and to not be modest altogether. And, you know, how many sins came out of boys and girls interacting? It's not, it's not ideal to start the most important night of your life that way, especially since the wife is the source of all blessings. You know, what I mean by saying unforeseeable greatness is that since we're so spiritually desensitized and brainwashed by Western philosophy, we're not always philosophically consistent with our Jewish beliefs because we sometimes think that Andrew Tate or Jordan Peterson is the Torah, (laughs) which is completely false. They're, They're promoting very nice ideas but these ideas have no basis and no foundation. Therefore, these ideas are bound to collapse. A real true idea is idea is an idea given to you by a rabbi. Now, yes, rabbis can turn off many people, but that's why there's people like me in the world to tell you that this rabbi is just a representative of the religion. If he at one point turned you off, then don't give up on the religion. Go to the source of the religion, which is the Torah, how to live life, which is God who gave and wrote this book. So my point being is as follows. If you can imagine something in your mind and you want to attain it, your imagination will change based on your spiritual level. Meaning if you get up in the morning and choose to go to shul to pray. Now when you go to shul to pray in the morning and you never do that before, you unlock a new channel of thinking. Meaning the more religious you get, the, different, the more differently you will imagine your life panning out. It's like, okay, now I wake up in the morning and I go to pray. So wait, now I can imagine myself putting on tzitzit. And I can imagine myself doing this. And then the next day you go and it's like, okay, there's actually a class that's being offered after we pray. And now you can imagine yourself going to class and, 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 and learning also after you pray. And then a couple months go by and there's a, there's a class before the prayer starts. So before you know it, you know, you're wearing a white shirt, you're wearing CC, you're praying, you're learning two hours in the morning, your whole life changed. And it all started with that one decision of deciding to go to shul and pray. You would have never imagined that without starting. Meaning when the person starts something and they start to build something, that's, that's when the, pave, the, the road starts to become paved. But you'll never imagine what you will six months into it on day one. So don't think just because you're not at a certain level today, it doesn't mean that you can't get to that level. You can imagine where you want to become and where you want to get to more or less. But if you actually start and break that chain of bad decisions and say, hey, today I'm going to do something I never did before, then you actually 
are making a big difference in the world. If you just make a bracha in the beginning and not in the end, you decide, you know what, let me try one, let me try doing one in the end. You start to unlock deeper, deeper levels of yourself. I found with myself when I stepped out of my comfort zone and spirituality, it only paid me back. But when you step out of your comfort zone and other things, it only comes to haunt you. I made a video yesterday about how a person can become rich quick. Uh, for those of you who heard that video, I'll break it down a little bit more right now, just to have more context. And just to, it just shows you that everything you you see online is complete. It's complete lies. It's complete. It's completely not true. Everything that they say about getting rich, oh, buy a bunch of properties and work 15 hours a day and don't have any time for your family and sacrifice 30 years of your life. They're just brainwashing you to be a slave. That's the slave mind. The, when you when you read an Andrew Tate tweet that says, "Oh, uh, you said tomorrow yesterday," that's just a slave mind. The, the, the people are not meant to be these animal types of forces without any type of sensitivity to to it. We're human beings, and we're programmed a certain way. So to program a human being to be like a dog, to always be sharp and on point, is not realistic. Hashem doesn't judge you. If, if you if you choose to not wake up until one o'clock in the afternoon for the next month, you're not gonna die. So why listen to someone online who's telling you all these things that are making you feel horrible about yourself? The idea is to not to put you, yes, obviously the best possible scenario is that if a person was perfect, but then if a person was perfect, then what's the point of the world? The point of the world is, is to become the best version of yourself throughout uh, with acknowledging your surroundings. Not everyone has the same capability and ability to do things um, I believe though not to contradict myself but I do believe that if someone truly wants something they can achieve it yes but sometimes a certain person does just he doesn't person a does not have the same strengths and weaknesses as person B it's just different people are just different people have more or less more of an advantage less of an, of an advantage but Hashem knows God knows what your strengths and weaknesses are. So if you push above and beyond, even though person A is stronger than you, God is gonna recognize your efforts and you're gonna create for yourself a new reality. That is 100% possible. I've done that before. If someone was born into a poor family and say, hey, I'm gonna become rich despite the odds, go ahead and do it. 100% you can, anything is possible for you. But sometimes people are just not as talented or gifted as the other. Does that hold them back? 100% not. But it's just important to know that we're not all the same. So that's number one. Number two, the advice for getting rich is as follows. When God created the world, he cursed the woman, which is that she's going to be uh, Ezra Kenegdo to her husband, which is, means a reflection or a helper to her husband. Obviously, you need a good balance of a coach and a cheerleader. It can't always be too critical and it can't always be too fun. Um, so that, that puts her lower than her husband in a way. Um, and the man, so the serpent came, the snake, Nachash, and he told, he convinced Chava to eat from the tree. When Chava ate from the tree, she then convinced Adam to eat from the tree, and then that introduced Bezata Pechato Chalechem. When you, from the sweat of your hard work, you're going to eat bread. So that basically introduced you have to work hard for things. The way Hashem wanted the world to work is no death. You want something, it's ready, a, tr a, a tree grows without watering it, take the apple, eat it, it's all good. Not the apple, but you know what I mean, the oranges, whatever, whatever was there. But he said specifically, this eats a da, don't eat from it, but everything else you could eat from. So, 
Hashem works midah connected midah. Hashem works measure for measure. So the trick to become rich is that you can put, you could choose to put in the work in your marriage, and that will give you a livelihood. Because if you remove your wife of her curse that she's in a way lower than you, then you will be relieved of your curse. Because you, you as a man, you have the ability to treat your wife however you choose. Your, your decision making is going to become the result of your marriage. So if you choose to treat your wife with tons of respect and to always do things for her before, for yourself, before yourself and always think of her before yourself, which is a very hard thing to do. It goes against all nature and all logic and all of our uh, programming. But if you're able to do that, very, very difficult task and respect her a ton and love her a ton and to even... For those of you who are mature and listening, even when you're intimate with her, you should think about her first, if you know what I mean. All these things into, in, into, into consideration, if you're able to do this, then you would technically relieve her of her curse because you're showing God, hey, you know, you gave me an ability over this woman, but I'm relieving her of her curse. And now Hashem's going to relieve you of yours. The money's just going to start to flow. Don't worry about where it's going to come from. It's going to happen. If Hashem needs to put you somewhere, he'll, he'll plop you up from here and plop you down there. If Hashem needs to give you money, He will. Don't worry about it. You just need to do your best. And what I mean by unforeseeable greatness, again, is that if you can imagine something happening, then that means that you can achieve it. But what, why, the reason why we're using the word unforeseeable is because sometimes you can't even imagine what your true destiny is. I, I hear many times a lot of famous speakers, they say, I didn't even, I, I wasn't even meant to be a speaker. It just happened. They didn't see that greatness, but it just came onto them because they accepted onto themselves a spiritual, a new spiritual high, a new spiritual vessel rather to take upon themselves. Like for me, for example, I never knew I was going to have a podcast or make videos online to inspire people. I never thought about all these things happening, but what did I do? I just started to work on myself and try to improve my relationships in my life and try to become the best version of myself possible. And the moment I started to work on myself and become the best version of me and to, to think about other people and to do all these things, it just untapped into so many new ideas for me. And I started to look at the world differently and I started to say the way I was looking at the world is not really how the world is because life is more than just me. And and what I'm trying to say in so many words is that the moment that you plug into Torah and you really start to follow it the way it's meant to be followed, which is so rare these days, you unlock a new level of, a new way of thinking, a new way of life. And that's a spiritual life. That's what it means, Nisayat Hadishmayad. That's what it means, Divine Assistance. Half of these podcasts, I don't even prepare for. Like I just, I'm in my car, I'm driving, and I get a really nice idea, and I just elaborate on it. But that's because I have so much to say and there's so much to do and so much to help. And it all came from working on myself. So unforeseeable greatness means that sometimes you're not going to be able to see what your end goal is for yourself. But what you can know and what you can see is that right now you have a moment to make a decision. You have a chance in this current moment to make a decision. You can choose good or you can choose bad. That is your test every single day. That is your test every single moment. You have Bechira, which means the ability of free will. You can choose what Hashem wants or you can choose what you want. And that again is, I'm going to slickly throw in my advertisement right now. That is the whole idea behind I want what you want Hashem, which is available on jonathanbenchimol.com slash store. That's the whole idea behind my merch. That's because when a person makes what Hashem wants, what he wants, Hashem is going to make what you want something that he wants. 
because we're not angels. We're not these majestical beings with like, you know, like a nice white uh, type of background around us. Like we're not angels. You know, we're not angels. We're human beings and we want things. No matter how much you can try to pretend that you're super extremely religious, you're probably not. And I'm not trying to be offensive by saying this, but I'm saying the truth. You know, like deep, deep down behind everything, there are some people, yes, that they are very, very spiritual and they are very, very into it. Yes. But majority of people that I've met and majority of people in the world in general, they, we have natural desires that we have to kill. We want intimacy. We want money. We want, uh, we want kavod. We want a lot of respect. We want people to acknowledge us. We have ego. We have these, these problems that, that pull us back from becoming great. The whole idea is to minimize what we want and to go for what Hashem wants. And Hashem is so kind with His, um, you know, unconditional love to us that He says, if you, if you minimize what you want more for what I want, which is really going to help you in the process, by the way, then I'll give you what you want anyways. <laughs> That's how much Hashem loves you. But the whole idea is that if you make what you want what Hashem wants, then it's going to enable you to for him to give you good and you not to ruin it it's not an issue for Hashem to go to a guy right now and say hey I'm gonna give you 10 billion dollars and you're not gonna have to worry a day in your life about money which is by the way a fallacy because you're gonna worry about money you're not supposed to worry about money even if you're broke but anyways Hashem's gonna give you 10 billion dollars and you're not religious what are you gonna do with that money you're gonna buy a private jet you're gonna buy 10 houses you're gonna buy 50 cars you're gonna think about everybody in the world no sorry you're gonna think about only yourself and nobody in the world. And why would God give you that money? But let's say that same guy works on himself and eventually he gets the $10 billion. The first thing he's going to do is give a bunch of it away. Because now, because when you become more spiritual and when you tap into your inner true greatness, you start to think, you start to think about, you start to think less about yourself and more about the people around you. That's the whole idea of life. That's my whole message that I'm trying to spread. More love, more positivity, more kindness and doing more good in the moment now because it's because we need to change our lives right now in this present moment life is temporary and we don't know when our la we don't know when our clock god forbid runs out that's why you you need to live every single day like it's your last day you need to live every single day like mashiach is coming mashiach is coming today at two o'clock let's say let's say you knew what would you do until two o'clock would you would you treat people unfairly? Would you be mean to your workers? Would you, you know, even not smile for a second? Like, imagine Mashiach is coming at 2 o'clock every single day when you're married also and when you're single and all the time. If Mashiach was coming at 2 o'clock, would you, would you have a fear that your wife is not going to come or your husband, vice versa? Everything becomes amazing when you have spirituality in your life because you tap into your inner greatness. And no matter if you're in medical school or in law school, or even if you're not even associated with religion and you're listening to this, it doesn't matter where you are in the world. You don't have to be anywhere in the world to become religious. It says in the Torah, Kedoshim Tihiyu. Hashem says, be holy. He doesn't say Kedoshim Tihiyu be Brooklyn. No, he says Kedoshim Tihiyu. So if you're in Atlanta, if you're in Georgia, if you're in Africa, if you're in Brazil, it doesn't matter where you are. Wherever you are, take Hashem with you. That's the idea. To become great is to choose good in the moment wherever you are on the planet. Because wherever you are is where you're meant to be at that moment. So infuse these lessons and choose greatness now. You haven't spoken to your parents in a long time. Pick up the phone. Make a call. 
Are you on bad terms with someone and you want to apologize to them? Pick up the phone. Make the call. Are you... Because chances are a lot of us are on bad terms with people. And we, we oftentimes need to just repair the relationship. If you didn't speak to somebody in years, pick up the phone and make the call. If, you have, if you've been getting up late every single day, try again. Try tomorrow. If you're... If you don't have a job, let's say, go apply. You know, like just whatever you need to do, just do it. Don't be scared. Like when you when you come into a job interview and you know that Hashem is with you, it's impossible not to be scared. Uh, sorry, it's impossible to, to be scared. Anything you do and you bring Hashem with you, you're not you're not scared anymore. And it says that in Shabbat Tachon. It's not it's not the employer giving you the job. You, you sh- the, the whole idea, people try to put on the show when they go, go for job interviews and even go on dates and all these things. People are always putting on a show. What are you putting on a show for? You're, 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 if you go on a date and you lie to the girl or you lie to the guy, you're misrepresenting yourself. So you're getting yourself into a horrible situation because they're going to say, wow, this guy is so amazing. But it's not who he is. He's just putting on a show. And it's the guy's fault because he's putting on the show. But... Where are you getting yourself by putting on a show? Or even when you're going to get a job, where are you getting yourself by lying to the employer and saying, yeah, you're always uh, up in the morning on time? Be honest with, with where you're standing. Yes, okay, you're a guy and you want to you wanna be better. So be honest to that girl you're on a date with or be honest to that employer who's hiring you or be honest with yourself more than anybody. You don't need people to accept you for who you're not. Accept yourself for who you are. And if people don't want to accept you for who you are and where you're standing, then that's that's their fault. That's not your fault. You need to accept yourself and say, hey, you know what? I'm not perfect, but I want to get there. And people are going to respect you a lot more for being honest with yourself than if you're trying to put on some show and some uh, whatever it is of who you're not. And what I was saying about Sha'ar B'Tachon is that I said in Sha'ar B'Tachon, if something is meant to be, it's meant to be. So don't be scared because if you're meant to end up somewhere, you'll end up there. If you're meant to marry someone, you'll marry them, even if you're honest about where you're holding. Because trust me, I'd rather marry someone who accepts me for who I am rather than putting on a show to some quote-unquote fancy girl externally than for being someone that I'm not. You want to be who you are, no matter what. And who you are is a Jew who has... And if you're not a Jew, then you're a person with a divine soul and... You're meant to achieve greatness. And that is my message for today. Be who you are. Don't be scared of nobody. Only fear God and bring God with you everywhere you go. If something is meant to be, it's meant to be. But do not compromise on any circumstance, no matter what. I want to give everyone a blessing to listening that we should all become the best versions of ourselves, starting with our next decision after we close this podcast. Have a great day.